Hey there, tennis fans. I'm James Watterson, and welcome to Tennis Now's News Update Show, where we've got all you need to know about what's going on in tennis. This week, we've got the WTA year-end championships, the race for the final three spots in the ATP World Tour Finals is heating up, and Lauren Lynch gives us some good news from the WTA, so make sure to stay tuned. The WTA announced the two groups for the WTA Championships, which is in Istanbul for the first time. World number one Caroline Wozniacki leads the red group, which includes Wimbledon champion Petra Kvitova, Vera Zvonareva, and Agnieszka Radvanska. Wozniacki is a winning record against everyone in her group but Vera Zvonareva, who she has split eight matches with. The world number one will take on Radvanska in her first match on Tuesday. The Dane has a 4-1 record against her, but Radvanska has been the informed player of the WTA Tour, as she's won two premier titles in Tokyo and Beijing within the last month. Kvitova will also play Zvonareva on Tuesday. The Russian holds a 3-2 advantage against Kvitova, and she's beaten the Wimbledon champ twice this year. Their match is a classic battle between the streaky power player and the consistent baseliner, and if Kvitova is on her game, there's no reason to think she won't win. It all depends on which Kvitova we end up seeing, though. Maria Sharapova leads the white group, which has U.S. Open champ Samantha Stozer, French Open champ Li Na, and Victoria Azarenka. Sharapova takes on Stozer in, on Tuesday in her first match back since injuring her ankle in Tokyo in September. Although the Russian hasn't played for a while, she will still be favored because she has a 9-0 record against Stozer, and hasn't even lost a set to her since 2005. Sharapova also has a 5-3 record against Li Na, although she's lost the last three matches to China's best player, and a 3-3 record against Azarenka. Meanwhile, Li is 4-1 against Azarenka and 0-5 against Stozer, while the Belarusian is 4-0 against the Australian. There are some very uneven head-to-head -head match records here, which should make the week's results very interesting. Yanko Tipsarovich won his second ATP World Tour title of his career when he beat Viktor Troitsky 6-4, 6-2 in the final of the Kremlin Cup in Moscow Sunday. It was a historic event as it was the first All-Serbian final in ATP history, and the win moved Tipsarovich up to number 10 in the race for the Barclays ATP World Tour Finals. Dominika Sibylkova won the Women's Kremlin Cup, her first career WTA title, when she beat Kaya Kanepi 3-6, 7-6, 7-5. Gael Monfils hoisted his first trophy of 2011 after he defeated Jarko Niemann in Stockholm, and Victoria Azarenka earned her third title of the year in Luxembourg. Now there are only three spots left to qualify for the World Tour Finals, with at least eight players who have a reasonably good chance of qualifying. Tomas Burdik, Marty Fish, and Joe Wilfried Sanga currently occupy the three spots, but only Sanga is in action this week. He and Juan Martín del Potro are the top seeds in Vienna, a tournament which also features former world number one Tomás Muster, the 1995 French Open champion. In St. Petersburg, Jules Simon and Tipsarovic are the top seeds. Simon, Tipsarovic, Songa, and del Potro all need to have great weeks to stay in the running for the finals, although the race is so close even a win this week won't guarantee their spot in the final eight. Now for some good news from the WTA, we go to Lauren Lynch. Thank you, James. We certainly have an exciting week for the ladies. The WTA has been on a high. The Women's Tennis Association released its quarterly roadmap report, a way to shorten the season for the players and a comparison of player participation and withdrawal rates from January to October 2008 with January to October of this year. There were some positive findings. The WTA season ends on October 31st and the roadmap created three years ago has been credited in providing players with more breaks, less tournament commitments, and ends four weeks before the men's season to ensure the players were not withdrawing because of exhaustion or related injuries. This report was made to take into account the effect of the roadmap policies on the players. 
According to the comparison, not only is WTA player participation up 24% in nine top premier events, but withdrawal rates are down 18% despite top players like Justine Hennon retiring at the beginning of the year and those with serious injuries like Kim Kleisters, Serena Williams, and Venus Williams. The roadmap was also dedicated to increasing the money incentives for players. In this year's quarterly report, prize money is up by 36% at WTA events. More positive news came as the past 18 months it has been secured $80 million in revenues and it says 2011 at premier events is up by 12% in 2010. News included ESPN signing a six-year agreement with the WTA to carry live coverage of its events across ESPN's multiple platforms, which will only add more positive effects as the ladies' TV viewership is up 73% from last year. The year-end championships also gained more sponsorship from Rolex, BMP Paribas, and TEB. The WTA's board of directors announced in Monday that they voted unanimously to extend the contract of its chairman and CEO, Stacey Allister, for an additional five years through 2017. Since becoming the head of the WTA in 2009, Allister has led women's tennis through global expansion, record revenue gains, business success, prize money increases, and greater broadcast exposure, along with innovative initiatives to drive the popularity of the sport while also earning the widespread support of the players and tournaments. As you can see, the WTA is on its way up in popularity and viewership by everybody. Let's see what the ATP will do and in response to this with all the talks that the players have had about pay, their schedule and everything. It'll be an interesting thing. Back to you, James. Thanks a lot, Lauren. That's it from us. We're going to have complete coverage of the WTA Championships this week, which will include match reports and analysis, previews, and opinion pieces. So make sure to check our website at tennisnow.com to stay informed. As always, thanks a lot for watching, and have a great week, everyone.